Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's big dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, folks, as promised, we have joining us again uh, the big dog, the kick-butt candidate for the office of governor of uh, Virginia, the onion toter. Uh, We have Corey Stewart. Corey, how you doing, brother? Not too bad, Brother Craig. How are you doing? I'm better than I deserve, my friend. I really am. And uh, thank you again. We know you're very busy. And uh, you've really, uh, I've really enjoyed all my interviews I've had with you over the years. I've been interviewing you for five years, man. And I can't get Ed to interview with me for five minutes. Yeah, well, he's afraid of everybody. He's afraid of the left. He's afraid of Democrats. He's afraid of being asked questions. He's afraid of the mainstream media. Uh, you know, he's a typical establishment Republican who doesn't ever want to take any chances on anything. Yeah. Now, what's it going to take, Corey? We see, uh, well, we've seen forever and a day what is happening in the Islamic uh, world in the Middle East. Uh, for 1,400 years, they've been killing each other. They've been killing Christians. It took the, uh, the first Crusades, it took 450 years of Muslims killing Christians for Christians to respond, and now they want to make it like when Christians respond, there's some sort of equality between what we do in defense of ourselves and what they do in offense against us. So isn't it true that in the era that we live in, we need to elect people to high public office that have the spirit of of being a fighter? You got to have a fighter. You got to have a fighter, brother Craig. And you know, here's here's why. I mean, look. I mean, for the longest time, you've got you know weak need, weak chinned uh, Republicans. You know, they call themselves Republicans, uh, like Ed Gillespie, but they back down as soon as the press puts a little pressure on them. They back down. They won't take a hard stance on anything. Um, and well, we've got to fight back. We and you know, I've always been a fighter, and I've been a winner up here in Northern Virginia, and and I'm I. Uh, that's just the way I'm built, and that's what we need right now. Now, how do you – now, I, I'm, a, I'm a guy that I believe – I've been doing this for a lot of years now, and I'm usually right about these things, and because I view elections as nothing more than a mathematical equation, okay? And it's basically the people you already have with you, the people you're never, ever going to get, and the people that you could get if you could – reach them with what they're truly interested in and 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 convince them in that group it takes some effort so let's today Corey, let's say that the 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 hardcore hatchet man fans for the most part you got them brother okay you got them already but for the folks that when i critique the republican party and the i call them worse than you do brother i call them low-fat republicans grand old republicans but i'm always careful Corey to say, I'm not talking about you, Ma and Pa Republican, okay? Just like I'm not talking about Ma and Pa Democrat when I beat up on Terry McAuliffe and, and Barack Obama. So, so, so let's get down to brass tacks here with the, the simple fact that the, the election is not about which candidate we like the best, but the, the fight in November is it going to be an alley fight with, with knives and billy clubs, or is it going to be Marquis to Queenberry rules? 
you know something? If Ed is the nominee, the Democrats going to come out swinging, and you know what he's going to do? He's going to go up there, and he's going to make all kinds of excuses. He's going to distance himself from every single conservative. He's not going to take a hard line on life. He won't take a hard line on transgender bathrooms. He won't take a hard line on illegal immigration. He's going to evade all of those issues, and he's going to sit there and try to make excuses for all of us as conservatives, and he's going to distance himself from all of us. On the other hand, if I'm the nominee, you can bet your bottom dollar that I go on offense. That's how I've always been able to do it. I go on the offense, and we take the fight to them. We go in, you know what I'm going to do? I, everything I've been doing, that's how I've been winning in Northern Virginia. I go into the African-American communities, you know, and I say, look, if you vote for these Democrats, you're going to get forced transgender bathrooms in your schools. Yes. You're going to have men going into the girls' locker room. Do you really want that? You're going to have illegal immigration, I- illegal immigrants even more. Competing for your, your jobs. Taking your jobs, taking your jobs, causing crime in your communities and everything else. And that's what you're going to get with Ed Gillespie and the Democrats. But with me, they're going to get a fighter, and that's how we're going to win. Now, Corey, the, uh, for, for ever since I've been paying attention, Republicans have been talking about the demographic nightmare as uh, formerly Republican states fall like dominoes one by one as the Democrats move from the Rust Belt and come down. And, uh, you know, the first state to fall was California, okay? Um, elected Reagan twice, elected Pete Wilson twice, and uh, haven't had a Republican since unless you count uh, Schwarzenegger, okay? But now they've been saying that we need a guy that can win uh, the types of um, uh, uh, demographics that are minorities, that are women, that what they've described is Prince William County, and you've done it. Tell the audience how many times you've won and describe the demographics of your county. Yeah, I've won it four times countywide directly as the leader of this county. And uh, it's 2006, 2007, 2006 was a special election, 2011, 2015. No other Republicans have been able to do it. And the reason is this, is that, look, the establishment thinks the same old, same old thing, that in order to win the demographics like this, which are challenging, my county is, is almost a half million people. I'm directly elected by all half million of them. And uh, it's 54% minority. And what re- establishment Republicans think is, is that you've got to moderate yourself so far to the left, so far to the center, that you become indistinguishable from the Democrats. That's wrong. A That's too, not how you do it. A Me Too Republican. Exactly. You've got to become like a, you're like exactly like a Me Too Republican, kind of like a rhino, a Republican in name only. And that doesn't work. That philosophy doesn't work because, you know what, I don't care if you're white or black or Hispanic or Asian. People don't like what, uh, weak leadership. They want strong leadership. And even if they disagree with it, they'll vote for you if you, if you know where you're going, and you're going to make their, the quality of their, their lives better. That's what I did in Prince William County. A question, Corey. We just saw this movie last year, okay? Donald Trump. (laughs) I mean, what is wrong with the thinking? I mean, is it something more pernicious? I mean, I'm I'm the type of guy, I believe in follow the money. A lot of people say, oh, people, they just don't get it. I don't think these guys are stupid. But for whatever reason, we just saw this with Donald Trump. Trump, okay, and it's it's not like we have to look at something from the Reagan era. It just happened. Yeah. Well, uh, what's with the thinking? That 
that's exactly what happened. Look, if, if the Ed Gillespie model of trying to buy an election, of moderating yourselves would work, Jeb Bush would be president of the United States. That Amen. guy spent, a, he spent, Jeb spent $100 million on television ads and uh, didn't even move the needle, did not move the needle. Doesn't that sound familiar? Yes. Ed Gillespie running these plain, blasé, uh, milk toast ads, standing there in his nerdy sweater in front of a grocery store and talking about how <laughs> great America is and all this stuff. That doesn't work anymore. People are smarter than that. And that's why I've taken the fight right to the, uh, right to the people. I don't know if people have seen my ads out there. They're hard-hitting. And look, I don't apologize for that. We need to be hard-hitting. You know, you can't have a wimp. Uh, as your nominee, if you if you if you nominate a wimpy person like Ed Gillespie who won't fight, you're going to lose in November. You need a fighter. That's what I've always done. That's why I will win. Yeah. Now tell the folks what your county, what you did in your county. I mean, MS-13. Now for people that don't understand MS-13 and they think this is something that happens in Texas, Arizona, and California, and it's not it's not a problem in Virginia. Please, Corey, describe. MS-13, this gang, and, you know, we're not, you know, we're not immigrant bashers here. I'm not, and I know you're not, okay? But these are violent gangs that have as initiation rights to choose someone at random and do them serious harm. Am, am I misstating the case here? You're right on. So MS-13 is a vicious, sadistic a gang, most of whose members, 80% of the members, are illegal aliens. I've been fighting them for 10 years successfully. And they're not just in Northern Virginia. They're spreading around the state. They've been in Hampton Roads. They're in Winchester. They're down in the valley. Winchester? Oh, yeah. And Winchester wow. has got a huge problem with MS-13. They basically follow illegal aliens. And, look, even the illegal alien community... Uh, they, they hate these guys because mm. they, they you know, get a hold of their sons, their daughters. They get them into gang activity, into criminal activity. And so everybody knows that these are real bad guys, that vicious, that have to be rooted out. So what I did in Prince William County, and by the way, I just want to say this, three weeks ago, if it's all over the state, uh, three months ago rather, down in Lynchburg, an illegal alien gang abducted, abducted a 17-year-old 11th grade boy. They, when he was alive, they cut off his hands, they cut off his feet, Ooh. they slit his throat, and they dumped his body in Bedford as part of a gang initiation rite. Look, they've been doing this to girls, a lot of girls up in northern Virginia, and especially up in Fairfax County. Girls, you know, just, you know, out in the yard, you know, walking uh, along the roadway. Uh, they abduct them, they rape them, they assault them, they mutilate them, and then they kill them. And this has been happening, and the press doesn't talk about it because it's politically incorrect to talk about it, but we've got to face it. And I've been tackling this. This is how I've done it in Prince William County. If somebody is, is pulled over and they're arrested for a crime, we check their immigration status. We don't care what race they are, what language they speak. This is not about race or ethnicity. And if they're here illegally, after they serve their sentence, we have them deported and we're going to and, and we've done that for 7,500 criminal illegal aliens in my county alone we rooted out MS-13 and that is what I, when I'm governor of Virginia I'm going to hunt these guys down these mercilessly because they are merciless because they are vicious and sadistic mm -hmm. and they're killing our kids and we're going to hunt them down 
and we're going to and we are going to put them in jail and when they're when they're done with that we are going to deport them on the other side of the wall that president trump is building yeah so if i get a, if i get pulled over in in your county and one of my tail lights is out or any listener uh, your tail light is out your signal light is out or you 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 you're speeding or whatever and we get pulled over no matter who we are even if you're the hatchet man well you got to be get... arrested you got to be arrested first oh okay all right now that doesn't mean now look if you're if you're driving through Prince William County you got to pull over to tail light the officer comes and finds out you know your your DUI or you don't have a license or you're mm-hmm. arrested for whatever reason. Okay, it's so be a then crime. You... we don't just willy nilly check people's immigration status. Oh, okay. you got to be arrested. Okay, so but anyone that's, that's that gets arrested, focus, but that's how you focus. And you do it equally across the board. You're not we looking. Do it equally. You're not looking equally. for the brown guy. You do it for anyone. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, look, we have six uh, six hundred and seventy three officers on our police force. We've had this very aggressive crackdown on illegal immigration for ten years. And the liberals in the Washington Post and all those others, they said, oh, you know, it's going to lead to racial profiling. Well, guess what, Brother Craig? In 10 years that we've had this policy in place, and we check everybody's immigration status, regardless of race or ethnicity or the language they speak, we check immigration status, and there hasn't been a single, not one, not a single case of racial profiling in my county since we put this policy in place. Wow, and you know something that that says a lot because I know for a fact that the uh, the people that get accused of racial profiling are not doing it. But the simple fact that they've not trumped up a false one that speaks to professionalism. Yeah, and, it does. and being That's aware ahead of being aware ahead of time of how the enemy fights and taking steps to make sure that they don't that they don't trap you. Yeah, I mean, this is how the left fights. They, you know, and they get Republicans to back down because the yes. first thing they accuse Republicans is, uh, you know, being racist. You know, this new term that they're throwing out there—it's a new old term. You know, white supremacy, this white supremacy, that—all that garbage. Alt right. And, it's, and it's, so what happens is, yes. you know, establishment Republicans like that—they get terrified. They run for the hills and they won't touch sensitive issues like illegal immigration or historical monuments. Mm-hmm. And and. They've been backing down because the left knows how to push their buttons, accuse them of being a racist, and they run away. Saul Alinsky, yeah. It's it's Saul Alinsky all the way. That's what they're doing. we got to stand up to it. we got to fight. Yeah, yeah. Now, what is it about, you you mentioned that this case where these cases where MS-13 and and other groups, they're raping girls and and young women and, and in many cases killing them. And we just saw, Corey, Little girls as young as six years old were blown up in England. I, I mean, that these types of things have been going on for years and years and years in France. In France, there are literally, I mean, I'm, this is not hyperbole, there are limited, literally, no-go zones in Paris where the French police do not go. They don't go there at night. They don't go there in the daytime. They just literally have abandoned sections of France. And yet... The French just uh, said no to a, a hardcore person that wants to take France back for the French people. And the English, we just saw yesterday, the, the conservatives lost. What is wrong with the way that they are articulating their message that y- you seem to have been able to do for five elections in, in your county? And, and the, the voters want to know, can you do this again in November? Well, look, 
It's the only option. The only option is a fight. We know that when you try to deal, when you try to, to uh, work with the left, we know that when you try to deal with them, that they're going to stab you in the back every single time. You, we have to understand that Even the left, if you're a nice guy like Ed Gillespie and you're never going to speak ill of Democrats, they're still going to tie the Confederacy to Ed. They're still going to say he hates women, he hates girls, he hates clean air and clean water. They're still going to do it. And, you know, they look at guys like Ed and they look at them as suckers. They look at these, they have no respect for them because they know they won't fight. So they run right over them. You got to fight back. You have to fight. That's something I've learned. And, you know, with regard to, you know, what's going on over there in Europe, it's, it's the same as is here. Look, you got to be, you know, look, we have, when you have a responsibility, as I will when I'm governor, to protect the citizens of Virginia, you can't be Mr. Nice Guy. You've got to be just as vicious and ruthless in, in carrying out your duty and making sure that our residents, our citizens, our little girls and our little boys and our families are safe. And I'll tell you something, I will never, ever back down to political correctness, to the left-wing media, to establishment Republicans and getting that job done that's my duty. I'm going to get it done, and I don't care who I offend. Yeah, and, uh, and I'm here to tell you, folks, I was just up in Corey's neck of the woods uh, a couple of days ago. I went to the Pastors and Police Summit in Chantilly, Virginia. And the things, you know, I, I, I only wish we'd had 500 people at the summit and, uh, or, or 1,000. It, it's just it, the things that are being done uh, the, 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 the simple fact that the people that are, are being said that these are people that have hijacked Islam. Have you, have you studied uh, actually what the Quran directs these people to do, Corey, and aware that they, these people are actually fundamentalist Muslims? They're actually taking their directions directly from the Quran to immigrate to non-Muslim lands, to kill, to rape, to steal— and to lie, it's okay to lie to you. Well, you know, here's what we got to do. And I've been unabashed in this. You know, I was Donald Trump's state chairman, as you know. I'm loyal to that, to our president. And when he put in this temporary ban on uh, refugees from certain high-risk countries, I supported it. We need to support it. His job is not to bow down to political correctness. His job is to protect us from our enemies abroad and internally. And the thing is, is that, look, it is possible that maybe somebody can't come into our country who's, who's not a terrorist. But, look, we have to err on the side of caution and making sure that anybody who comes into our country, whether it's a refugee or, or, or other immigrant, that they're not coming in here to do us harm. I mean, this is just common sense. And, yes, I completely support that effort, and I support our president to making sure that we're safe from terrorists. You see, do you see President Trump as being vindicated when six uh, Muslim nations put a ban against people from Qatar because they say that it's a terrorist breeding ground? And so if, if six Muslim countries can say what Trump is saying and what you, Corey Stewart, are saying, then how can it be um, Islamophobic or against Muslims that don't want to harm anyone? 
Well, I think that's right. I mean, look, this is this this uh, uh, the the temporary ban on on you know people coming into our country from high risk areas. Uh, look, some the left love to say that this is a racist, a bigoted thing, and everything. It's like, no, this is not based upon religion, folks. This is based upon absolute facts that certain countries are breeding terrorists, and there's and you have countries that don't really even have a government at all. So how are we supposed to determine whether or not somebody's coming in here and they, when, whether they have a terrorist, uh, they're terrorists or they have intentions of harming Americans? So that's why you can't bring people in uh, who, who, um, who are from certain countries that are very, very high risk, especially where there's no governments uh, to, to uh, control, to find out who is the terrorist uh, enemy. And uh, this is just common sense, and I'll be, I'll be supporting the president 100%. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to tell you this, folks. I'm supporting Corey Stewart 100%, okay? And you heard that from your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, okay? And this man can perform hatchetations uh, almost as good as the hatchet man, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much, Corey. Um, folks, if you're out there, if you're looking for the candidate that is the onion toter and not the blueberry tart, Okay, I highly recommend this brother here. So wrap it up, Corey, uh, with your final thoughts, please. Well, come and vote on Tuesday, June 13th, at your regular voting location for me, Corey Stewart. If you're looking for a fighter, somebody who has been able to win in Northern Virginia in a district that, is, uh, that has a half million people, no other Republicans have been able to do it, someone who's already fought illegal aliens, fought illegal immigration, fought taxes, brought down taxes, brought down crime, attacked MS-13, and somebody who's going to protect your history and your heritage, then I'm your guy. I'm your guy for governor. Please vote for me on Tuesday. Yeah, the other guys say they want to do it. Corey, you've already done it. God bless you, brother. You too, brother Craig. Thank you now.